wrestle all the Jimmies. So many Jimmies. Well, you better wrestle all of them, or better than none of them. I mean, how how can you let a Jimmy go unrustled? Yes, but if you wrestle one, you must wrestle them all. Yeah, exactly. Well, if you're not wrestling them all, you're you're not doing it right. Yeah. That's a T-shirt right there. If you're not <laughs> wrestling them all, you're not doing it right. Uh, how's everybody been? Hello and welcome to I Thought They Smelled Bad on the Outside, a show that I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing funny to Worst say. Worst intro ever! Yeah, I know. Fail. Fail. Shame. Ding. Fail. Shame. Ding. We're not having him walk naked down the, uh, down the street. Just No, don't do that. Don't do that. It's like raining and kind of cold right now. That would be... That'd be rough. Okay. Stop sending your flood water down here. We got enough of it. Yeah, we got our own flood water up here now. It's all gonna flood. Yep. Ottawa's just gonna sink. Yeah, it's just great when the the great black swamp of Northwest Ohio is suddenly reclaiming all of its land. Can't fight the swamp, man. Well, I mean, if I I could try, but that means I would be taking the side of those eco-terrorists or evil corporations, and then it's going to get a swamp thing on my ass, and I really don't want that. I was about to say, DC has taught us no- nothing, if nothing else, you can't fight the don't, swamp. Don't fuck with the swamp. Don't fuck with the swamp, no. <laughs> that, yeah, that's true. All right, so uh, <laughs> I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. I'm Dan. <laughs> All right. Uh, pick that was the... our intro. Yeah. We're going to just wing it. <laughs> yeah, we're we're all tired and loopy today. So uh, we are going to go straight to uh, our sponsor, which is uh, Humble Monthly. Visit the link in the show notes to get started on a subscription of a crazy amount of games. Like, it is a lot of games every month, and there's usually good stuff in there. Plus, if you're a member, you get bonus discounts on all those crazy bundles. Helps us out a little, helps charity out a bunch, and also games. It, it, there's no losing. Be humble, buy bundles. <laughs> All right. yeah, the best part is the smile at the end. We're on a podcast, no one can see it, but he still posed for the camera. Yeah, I, I, I still did. I, I did a thing. He smiled. It's like like he, he wanted to freeze that and put a little twinkle in his eye. It'd be awesome, but we're on a podcast. Nobody can see that. And smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so pick of the week, the segment where we have a pick for the week. What you got, Jeff? Balls. Uh um, okay, I'll go with Mortal Kombat 11. It just came out, no, not just came out, it came out a couple weeks ago. I will give them credit for this. It is a grind fest, but when it came out, it was an unfair grind fest. It was like, everything was absurdly difficult. Earning all the things you need to do to unlock everything was exceedingly, you know, impossibly difficult. And on day one, they went, okay, we, we, we might have overdid this. And they did like a patch almost immediately. It's still a grind fest. It still will take you a very long time to unlock everything, but it is doable now. 
the the towers are a lot easier. They're you know fair now. They're not super easy, but they're not to the point of you know them cheating you. And everything you earn still takes a long time to get everything. But now he's like, okay, if you really sat down and worked at it, you could unlock almost everything over some time. Whereas before, at first day or two, it came out. It's like, no, you, you'll never unlock everything. I mean, never. Is that possible? <laughs> so they've improved it. The game is still solid. NetherRealm knows how to make fighting games. Characters are fun, varied. It's a lot of fun to play online. Online solid. No complaints there, but thumbs up for that movie. Thumbs up for that movie. That game. I enjoyed it. I will toss it to Scott. All right. I'm going with John Wick 3. John Wicker. Wickest. John Wick kills everyone. Again! Yeah, he How really... How is there anyone left alive in this city? They're going to a... Fo- they're doing a fourth movie. Right. There are people who are still alive who still think that... Fighting John Wick is a fine plan. <laughs> right, like, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a certain character that does something very stupid at the end. Like, wait a minute, you know who John Wick is. You know what he does, and you just did what you did. You you know what happened You know what happened to all the guys that took his car. Right. Not, not the guys who stole his car. The guys who kept his car right. after it was took. And John Wick Chapter 2, that was the thing I didn't understand. Like, you saw what just happened. I would, you know, walk out to his car, put the keys on the hood, and send everybody up on a lunch break. If it's gone when you come back, okay. (laughs) Yeah, everybody, three-day weekend. It's Wednesday. (laughs) Six-day weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody go home. Leave the lights on in this room with the car. And make sure you can see the keys on the hood of the car. If you see Mr. Wick coming towards us, offer him a soda a burger of his choice, and direct him to his car. Just There's point. a reason why in the first movie, when John Leguizamos calls the mafia boss, tells him he punched his son, he's like, why the hell did you punch my son? You know what I'll do for you. Your son stole John Wick's car. And then the mafia boss goes, oh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I would do that in his place. Okay, uh, we're fucked. We're all going to die. Uh... <laughs> but yes, people are still like, you know what we should do? We should get on motorcycles and try to have a katana fight with John Wick. While well, he's on horseback. Just, just stop. Just leave the poor a... man alone. He has killed everyone in that city. And everyone across the continent. Do you want the modern day version of God of War? Because that's how you get the modern day version he, of God of War. He, <laughs> he went... killed a man with a book. That was so good. <laughs> a book. So uh, yeah, alright. So Dan, what you got? I'm gonna go with a bit of a bone to pick. Mm-hmm. So last week, Epic came out with Dauntless, which is kind of like if Monster Hunter had a kid with Fortnite. And granted, it's a bit of a freemium, grindy thing. You know, you get premium currency stuff to get loot packs. But just playing the game gives you a lot more. It gives you a bit of a shortcut, but not that much. Like, their season pass thing is only 10 bucks as opposed to everybody else's, which is like 30 to 40 And my bone to pick, though, is a shit ton of people I follow on YouTube who normally don't do big stream things started doing paid advertising for Dauntless, which I don't mind. I thought that was cool. You know, they did it a couple weeks ago with Surviving Mars. Here's the thing, Epic. If you're going to be doing paying that many influencers to be doing content for your game, buy the servers to be able to handle the amount of people who are going to get on your game for that paid advertising. 
Because when I'm looking at the game start screen, and it, I, I'm actually just pulling up just for shits and grins on my Xbox right now, I am in a queue of 70,000 people. That, that's a lot of waiting. <laughs> that is a week after, a full week after the game came out. I think if you can pay that many influencers to advertise your game, you can also pay to maybe add a couple server farms. Just a little. So, what I don't get is, okay, they paid all this money so the game would be super popular, and then are surprised when it's super popular. Yeah. He, so, here's you where you think it would work? He, then why did you do he, it? He, here's, here's where you would insert Shocked Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Just, I mean, it, when I can play it, it's fun. It's actually enjoyable. Missions are short, easy, quick. Customization's great. But yeah, get some extra server farms in the queue for the love of God. Uh, that's it for me. That's that's all I got. Feel better? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. So we are. It it is officially the summer of Mecca 2019. Woo! Woo! Everyone's favorite holiday because we Woo! like summer and also robots. Chicks. You know, I was driving down the road with my phone plugged into my audio jack on my car. We're driving down the highway with my girlfriend, and Megas XLR theme comes on. I crank that sucker. I'm screaming and yelling. I just, you know, I'm going nuts. I'm having fun. I look up. My girlfriend is just staring at me like, are you feeling okay? To which my response is, yes. (laughs) Your response should have been, you've seen the house. You've seen all the model kits. You're shocked by this. No, it was my my response, but she still gave me that look. (laughs) You do realize what I do. I keep telling, I don't think she still believes me. Like, you do realize among a very certain subset of nerds, I'm freaking famous. You know that, right? (laughs) It's a very select subset. Really, really <laughs> narrow slice. Right. But among that slice, people know me. That's about it. That's about it. All right. So we summer are Mecca. So we're back into Summer Mecca, and we are going to conclude one that we've been doing for three years. Three years of content out of Voltron Legendary Defender. Woo! So season seven, season eight. See, I'm going to say this, and then they're going to announce that they're doing the sequel with lousy vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> well, they kind of did that well they they left that door open and we'll get to the finale but so see, season 7 and 8 so uh, season 7 starts us off with uh, the spaceship's gone Shiro's a clone who can't stay in his body anymore and uh, they spend like most of the season just sort of limping around hiding from problems right Weird hallucinogenic space monsters. Yes. <laughs> well, I I do like the fact that at you know, the end of the previous season, they get their ass kicked. They won, but they get their ass kicked. And it was like, oh, okay. it was a hard fought victory. Right, but you know, it's like it's like one of those uh, that line in the the Hobbit. Yeah, the dwarves won at Moria, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was and I was like, okay, how th- quickly are things going to be fixed in season six? Not really, anytime soon. <laughs> Like now we're gonna we're we're gonna reel from this loss for a while. We're gonna kind of like limp around from planet to planet and figure out what to do, and we really have no idea what to do. Yeah, and also they go on a game show. That was odd. That was a silly it one. was because but, but, Cora. Possi- but possibly my favorite episode of the season, just because of like what the actual fuck? I don't know, but I love this. <laughs> so the answer we were looking for was. 
Bobo be Bobo. But what? But he said that. <laughs> That's How what he said. How high are we right now? Are we? Are we that high? Yes. Look over. Look over at Hunk. Yes, we are very high right now. <laughs> Uh, the, I, I will say like the whole, what struck me was they finally established the team that was the team from the original show. Keith finally accepted being the leader. Yeah. So they kind of had to do some team building exercises. Yeah. And I would have liked that a little more spaced out, but I think they just kind of needed to finish things up. And I did kind of like that while they're traveling to get to Earth, they have all these team building moments. And then they went, then they finally get to Earth, and it's like, oh shit. Yeah. So Earth's Earth's invaded, everything's on fire. Man, that was just like, I wasn't expecting the show to get that grim dark. I was a little surprised they got back to Earth. I figured, okay, the finale is going to be on Earth. It's like we're not near the end yet. Well, we're on Earth. How's Earth doing? Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. Um, you know, they... I thought Earth would be like outside the battle and they, everything would be come as a surprise and everything. No, Earth's we lost. We lost bad. We've well, been having it... a rough go of it. I mean, we built a spaceship that turns into a robot, but it it doesn't work. Well, it don't it... work. As as crazy as it is for them to get invaded by the Galra, they get invaded by the worst faction of the Galra. Well, I don't think there's a good faction to be invaded by, but yeah, of of all the Galra, this is not a good one to pick. But yeah, Earth is pretty much. I mean, they're ready to. We're getting out of here. We're abandoning the planet. Um, if you're not on the ship, sucks to be you. Yeah, and so, like, there's, like, basically a four-parter of nothing but doom and gloom and hard fights, and it, and then they win. And then the biggest, meanest robot shows up and just ruins them. And it's it's exhausting. I feel well, it, exhausted, and it was great. That's straight-up Dragon Ball Z there at the end. Like, okay, we beat the bad guy. Oop, new bad guy. Can we beat them? Hell no, you can't. No, uh, but we got this big new. No, but we got all these weapons. No, can we even scratch it? No, <laughs> it's a bad guy that took them two robots to beat, and then you find out that oh, hey, uh, yeah, Hagar mass produced those. Oh yeah, crap. <laughs> Let's crack it open. Who's piloting this thing? Uh oh, <laughs> um, Allura, we, we need to have a chat. <laughs> you know how you got. You know how you're made of crazy space magic. What what if there was like a version of you that was bad, or like ten versions of you that were bad? But 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 we are the last of our kind. Yeah, about that. <laughs> yeah. So so whenever, so Hagar's back and she's extra crazy and extra mad. And we go into season eight where we wow it again it's it, it's mean it's mean and hard the whole way through. I like the. I really like the backstories we started getting, especially on Hagar, because the original show Hagar is just the witch. Yeah, she she makes the robies. The robies goes down. They do the blazing sword, and then it's like, oh, get she you was, next time. She was old school Rita Repulsa. Okay. Yeah. But they really put some character and some backstory into this version, and it's really interesting to find out who she was and what her goal is in all this. Like. She just wants to fix everything. She wants to go back and undo this mess she's made. Well, what's cool is through her, you get to see the stuff that led to to uh, Lotor's fall. 
Yeah. Like, he had one of the most successful colonies. They were able to produce the quantities of the stuff that they needed. They were able to keep the people there happy. And then Zarkon shows up and is like, no. <laughs> and just burns it to the ground. And that cements Lotor's hatred of Zarkon. His interest in in the... Il- the Elor- not Elorian, that's the, the those are the guys from Star Trek. Yeah. Um the Altaeans, yeah. Altaean, the Altaean technology and their history and everything like that. And he is able to successfully merge the two species technology into something really powerful. But because he's space crazy angry over it and his pursuit, it doesn't go well. And eventually Hagar comes to her senses, becomes back to what she was before all the crazy space magic stuff, but then also becomes more space crazy magic stuff. Right. It's like, I realized where I went wrong. I wasn't crazy or space magic-y enough. No, no. You realize where you're wrong, but you're going the opposite direction you should be. Okay. Uh, I also, am I the only one who kind of felt, I didn't expect to feel sorry for Lotor, but like, man, Lortor kind of got a raw deal on all this, didn't he? He really had well, a rough go of it. What's what's even crazier is, like, after they realize, reveal to you how crazy he was, then they show you what made him that crazy. Well, he didn't seem all that crazy until you got to the end and you realize, okay. Now, everyone knew the turn was coming. It's like, no, Lortor's not a good guy. Okay, he's going to turn, he's going to turn, he's going to turn. There it is. But then you realize, in some, he's like, all the great villains think they're the hero. Lotor thinks he's the hero. Until he goes, you know, absolutely bat crap crazy, and then he's just like, kill everything. But, like I said, he, it, he thinks he's zero. He thinks he's doing what needs to be done. He's wrong, but... Yeah. Yeah, no. But I'm... Hagar, Hagar, like, that, the stuff with Hagar calling back to her crazy obsession, and then her crazy obsession fuels her, I need to get back to the family I lost. And that leads to her destroying several multiverses. Even the one where we wore the green socks. (laughs) Yeah. And it was kind of cool to get the callback to the multiverse stuff. But there were some things about this last season that didn't sit well with me. Like, it was kind of cool to see, like, hey, we're going to... Not only do we have our crazy giant-ass vehicle Voltron, but now we're going to merge our regular Voltron with Vehicle Voltron to get Super Ultra Mega Gurren Lagon. <laughs> Come on, it's crazy level. fun. Yeah, well, no, I love that. But what bugged me was all the all the stuff with Olora, Olora's sacrifice, and her turn to make that sacrifice. That pissed me off. That, yeah, that didn't sit well with me because it felt completely out of nowhere and unearned because we can't apparently we can't have a happy ending no nah that just the way that seemed to turn is like okay when she sacrificed like no 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 that like i said i don't like you said it didn't set well i'm not quite sure why it didn't set well with me it was like you you can't kill the one it's it's not a show it's not a show where people die much. Right. Like, I, I mean, I'm not saying, oh, this show should never have stakes, but it's like, this this isn't a show where people die all that often. We've resurrected Shiro three times. Right. 
Well, we, like you said, it went, it went full Gurren Lagann. Like, holy crap, super giant death machine robot of madness is throwing galaxy to everyone. It's time for someone to die. No way, I wasn't serious. Wait, no! <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, you wait to the last season to do the Lance Alora stuff, and then you give him the ultimate fu of, oh, we're gonna kill her off by making her and Hagar sacrifice themselves to fix the multiverse. That was yeah, like the Lance thing. I was like, oh, okay, that was what I was expecting. But all right, sure, Lance and Alora, sure, why not? It's cute. There's like one funny episode where they where they have a date. Yes. Oh, and speaking of funny, I gotta go back and hit something that we missed. Oh, yeah. But but uh, yeah. I'll, Allura just dying was like, but why did you bother doing that then? Just to crush us? And they were like, yeah, I'm animation, emotional pathos and damage to you. I'm like, why? This is Voltron. <laughs> Voltron! <laughs> you know, funny and stupid, but you still enjoy it? You guys, I mean, <sighs> these are the same guys who did Avatar and Korra. And they were able to ramp up the stakes. They were able to make you worry about the characters. And it feels like here, they went full Benioff and Weiss and just decided, oh, we need to subvert expectations. Why? Because we need to subvert expectations. Yes, we're going to set it up that everyone's going to survive, and then we're going to kill someone just to mess with you. Like, no. Someone's got to die. We'll throw it at the one who does the the crazy space magic. Oh, someone's got to die? Okay, that's called the villain. Yeah. That's how Voltron works. Yeah, only the bad guys have died so far. Right. Hey, you know what you've been doing with all these crazy turns with 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 uh, Hagar? Hey, how about you have her make the final final crazy turn of Oh God, I fucked up. Let me fix this. Right. Maybe she. Let me make the bit. last final effort for my family to fix all the crazy bad stuff that happened because of me. Well, that's what I kind of thought was going to happen. It's like, okay, she's going to fix, use her crazy space magic to fix Hagar for a minute or two. Okay, I've used all my power to rid you of the bad stuff. You're you again. And she just goes, what have I done? Dear God, what have I done? And then, you know, fix everything and kill herself. It's like, all right. She sacrificed all herself to save us all. And then it's like, who else is that? But then they, oh, also the princess sacrificed herself. Um, no. And also no. Shiro gets married to some guy we've never seen and also, we killed off his boyfriend in, like, the first episode of the season, kind of, without giving well, him I, any lines. Well, I don't way mind. To, way to go full DC there. Right. It's like, he's gay. I'm like, okay. Is he had a boyfriend? Where's the boyfriend? He's dead. All right. Yeah, now like, he's, that's, that's, that's now literally he's tragically it. gay. It's like, you bury the gays, except then every, he gets a happy ending with some, again, some guy we've never seen. The gay gets married. Like, okay. How was that important to the story? It wasn't. Okay. This is fair enough. This is barely in character for him because we've never seen him date. <laughs> Hunk starts a food. Hunk well, starts have... an intergalactic he... food truck business because Hunk I... would start an intergalactic food truck business. Right. Oh. <sighs> can we go back, like, right near the beginning of the episode? Yeah. Pidge and the gang looking or watching old school 84 Avatar. Oh, old school 84 and everything. Old school 84 Voltron. Oh, that was that was a treat. And then Pidge mocking old Pidge voice. And then she uses old Pidge voice to get stuff later and they're shopping. Yeah. I'm Pidge. It's like, oh, this is awesome. And she just keeps rolling with the, the, the old school Pidge voice. And I was laughing my ass. I, I, I love the, the fact that they're, they become hometown heroes back on Earth for like the year it takes them to pick up. 
And during that, even though the world's fucked up and devastated to the point that that um, Koran's crazy barter system that he taught everybody how to deal with is now the currency of Earth. Right. And they have to deal with that in order to be able to get Allura and Lance's date to go right. And but then they did. They have time to do crazy cartoon adventures covering the history of Voltron while they were out there to explain it to the people of Earth. But at the same time, it's like they get it well, completely wrong. And I feel like Corin. I feel like it's, it's Corin giving them notes. Yes, <laughs> right. I, I think that's what it. What like came Corin down just to. shows up halfway through. And it's like I have notes. I will explain to you everything that has happened. No, it didn't happen like that. And, and and literally just some crazy producer on Earth took it completely at face value. I'm yes. just shocked. It's like, wait a minute, we're rebuilding society and we have time to make a children's cartoon? Someone in the background goes, we still got merch to sell. All right. We got to sell us some Voltron robots. Well, what I love is that they decided to go full double O movie where the cart- the beginning of the movie is the crazy cartoon that got that retells the history of the double O team defeating a- the A-Laws, but it's completely super robot and dumb and they do it with Voltron and get everything wrong. <laughs> like they took Pidge's hiding her gender at full face value, so Pidge is a dude in this cartoon. <laughs> I do not sound like that, and I'm not a guy. <laughs> like, yes, you are. And why don't you sound the right way you should? Stop it. <laughs> I mean, I get it that I like food, but I I, I don't like it that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, you do. Yeah, yes, you do. You ru- you end up running a food truck business, a space food truck. <laughs> And you solve, you know, world and intergalactic crises by feeding people really good food. It, it worked Which in granted, the dinner party episode. To... <laughs> well, what I love, what I love to kind of go back a little was Pidge's family. You know, her her dad and brother come back to Earth with all this advanced knowledge and all this tech, and and Earth can't advance enough to build it because. Are you crazy? If we let everybody know we're surrounded by a crazy, evil cat person empire, there will be mass panic. Well, guess what happens when they when they show up, bud? Well, no. Oh, what happens? So I was... actually want to point out that they got Neil Ross back to do like old cart, old pitch. Yeah. Well, they got. I think. I think like they got as many of the surviving voice actors back to do homage characters. Well, it wasn't like. The entire, you know, the pilots of the flying ship thing, the, the fighter jet squadron. Yeah. I think a lot of them were the old school actors. Yeah. Kind of an in-joke, including the one guy who never talked. Like, he had that yeah. one episode where he was the only one who talked, and then the rest of the series, he never talked. Yeah, the, the, the girl pilot is Allura's original voice actor from the 84 show. Right. Um... It's kind of an inside gag. Here's, Ameri- here's Earth's Defenders, who were Earth's Defender. Never mind. <laughs> But you know I, what? I totally derailed whatever I was saying before that. Well, but but like I was saying, like the 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 one general chick is like, "Are you crazy? It's gonna cause a panic." And then the dad gets an outside line, reveals everything, and it's the exact polar opposite. It unites the world, but it unites the world way too late. <laughs> yeah, it's like good united front. We're all gonna die anyway. <laughs> well, at least we'll all Maybe- die together. Maybe if you had gotten this together two years in advance, 
It would have been it would have been enough. We need a Tormund Giant Spain quote right now. Yeah. We're all going to die, but at least we die together. Where's the big one? <laughs> uh, you know how I get my name? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to go down that because no. that's going to be no. completely derailing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's Tormund. Tormund is always a win. Yeah. Uh, I cannot wait for about a half dozen Tormunds at Colossal Con <laughs> with with their crazy drink white, white Russian milk like it's white Russian with a crazy amount of vodka in a horn and they just call it the giant's milk. Uh, and yeah, no they're totally going to they're totally pitching like what vehicle force for as another 8 seasons of crazy with under you know, Admiral Pidge. Well, again, they went full crazy Gurren Lagan, and at the end, as messed up as Earth was, to get things back together, to take a big-ass space fleet out there, and it is literally the full-blown, crazy, you know, jingoistic American rewrite of the old 80-some show of Earth is now the capital of the United Diplomacy Federation garrison force republic thing and yeah E D I C R G A B I R E C K R R J the what exactly we're still working on a title that's not going to annoy all the different aliens that are now under our banner but we'll get there we're using a few letters we can't pronounce yet we have a crack team of linguists researching for how how to for how to pronounce them. Right. Uh, but yeah, the, like I said, the they kind of threw things out the window. They went full Gurenlog at the end, like you said, with a final robot. And a, it's like we're merging robots. How doesn't matter? Space magic, bitches. Well, again, to call back to every other like the last two times we reviewed the show. We need some kind of rules for the crazy space magic. Or I mean, I get it. It's, I get be... it's crazy space magic. Or this show needs to be a lot crazier, right? Right. Well, that's the thing. As it started, there were some rules and regulations and what could be done and what couldn't. And every season, even though these things were like you know eight or nine episode seasons, every season things got wilder and wilder. To the end, we're just like, screw it, no rules, just go. Well. There were mysteries to how these how how all these things worked, the and then every time they tried to explain it, they actually didn't explain it yeah. and threw in three more mysteries. That out of the entire show, that is my one gripe: is we kind of needed some context and some rules to the crazy space magic. I'm not asking for midichlorians here. <laughs> But a couple of rules to guide the road, you know? Just a few. Just a few. Mm. There, there were, like I said, there were a few rules to guide the road. Just after every season, we lost a rule. <laughs> By the time we get to season eight, what rules? Where we're going, we don't need rules. I mean, it was awesome. It was really cool. I'm loving that the guys who did Avatar and Korra... They got to work when for a they few found more years. a. Well, when they found a network that wasn't going to restrict them, they went nuts, but they went a little too nuts. Well, that's what happens when you take the chains off someone. You can do whatever you want. Okay. 
Oh, well, we, we didn't say what um, ga- ga- guys guys can you can you, can you bring it up can no. you bring it back nope, no you gave us no no restrictions we are yeah that. we're kind of regretting that now too late <laughs> nah but overall series done like this was a really good series i enjoyed it there were some things that annoyed me the ending just like i said it left a bad taste in my mouth it's like no but it felt oh. ended because you needed to end it well, it's not like Mass Effect. Like, Mass Effect is something that was ruined for me by the ending. The ending was so bad, it damaged my view of the other games. Even though they were really good, it was like, no, I just can't get over that ending. This ending wasn't so bad that it damaged the rest of the series. It's just kind of like, uh, you didn't stick the landing. Well, I think the thing for me was more of, with Mass Effect, as things went on, you got more and more things that oh, the Reapers kept saying, oh, you will never defeat us. You know what? Fuck you. I just ended a 300-year genocide between two races that really fucking hate each other because they hate you more and they figured the fuck out of their misunderstanding that started this whole thing. And they, you know what? They, Your whole thing of organics and synthetics will never get along you know what i found a way for organics and synthetics to get along so fuck you and here we just had hey we got crazy space magic that makes us super powerful and super united and oh my god guys we really need to stop this is snowballing uh guys i, I know you're going crazy girl log on reel it back can't do it. Gurren Lagan, Gurren Lagan going super crazy was a awesome thing. You guys going super crazy, not so much. Well, that's because Gurren Lagan was always, you know, just on the edge of being super crazy from day one. From the first episode, it was just teetering on the edge of going in- insanity. And then the end, it's like, screw it, we're gone. <laughs> Whereas this is like, no, we're grounded in rules. We're grounded in things have to be a certain way. Well, and it just keeps and it pulling... slowly eroded. <laughs> yeah, and it it never. Again, there was never there, there was never the point where they popped that cork and it was crazy full out the whole time. It was like, yeah, they did some crazy stuff and then they spent like half a season out of power, right? Right. And then okay, we we we, we established that somehow the Earth got got its shit together to build a spaceship. Cool spaceships are cool. I like cool spaceships. And then it transforms on its own. Right. It's like, I'm sorry, we had crazy space magic the whole time. Remember when we were out of gas for like four episodes? Couldn't have crazy space magic fixed that? It did. They became friends again, and they got a full charge in a wormhole to Earth. Okay. Well, what took but, so long? Yeah, but why four well, episodes then? Well, th- again, there, to call back to, the, to, to earlier stuff... Why did you take our, our crazy interdimensional comet and make five lions? Uh, I don't know. And then later, when we find the source of all the crazy Aloran magic, the big symbol for them doing this is a lion? Um, what? Huh? Um, but, um... I'm a leg. Okay? Cool. <laughs> Look, we watched a lot of Lion King. We're kind of stuck on the Musafa thing, all right? We went full go gow guy gar <laughs> because lions are cool. Basically, I mean, I I loved the show. I loved all the homages. I loved that it was great, but there were a couple things that I don't know. I didn't. It didn't make me hate 
the show throughout the entire series. It just kind of disappointed. That's all I can really say about how this ending turned out. Is yeah, like I was so happy with season seven, and then season eight just kind of left me down. Yeah, we're not mad. We're disappointed and a like little bit confused <laughs> yeah. and also thirsty that's unrelated <laughs> we think this ending is so screwy it could be i mean this ending did not get me a soda <laughs> <laughs> that you know of that i know of you know what you know what you know what this ending also doesn't do cold pressed juice or julienne fries <laughs> all right i think that's the episode <laughs> I'm hungry and thirsty now. Thank you. Well, I mean, there you go. Uh, All right, so next time, some Gundams, build dudes, build... Build bros! Build DVDs. Even though an otter could drive a Gundam! I think he's a ferret. second life, but not... Yeah, we'll we'll get into it. (laughs) Yeah, I... um, We struggled to get our, our notes... Just to to what we didn't like about this together, I have a notebook yeah. about the next one. Talk about go- we'll just put it simply. If there were rails, we went off them. We can't find the rails anymore. He, yeah, what, what the, rails? <laughs> on the next one, there are going to be rails, and there's a hate train coming down it. Choo choo! All right, next motherfucker. Time. You got a helmet, folks? Put on your helmet. <laughs> Good night, everybody! I thought they smelled bad. On the outside! Thank you for listening. I Thought They Smelled Bad on the Outside is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivative Works Sharealike License version 3.0 International. Visit sbopodcast.com for past episodes and links to subscribe. So, so does this new Termer- this next new Terminator thing almost look maybe okay this time? About, about the last one, I was wrong. Look, I I was I was intrigued by the idea of playing timey wimey ball a little more crazily than they have in the past, and it didn't work because. Well, you know, I was always kind of idea. wondering at what point they would get with the Terminators, especially with like the living metal and nano machine ones that they would get one that would just self replicate itself. So it would have like a three to one advantage against the Terminator sent back to protect John Connor. So some sort of gray goose scenario. Yeah. Cause that's what it looked like it was doing in that trailer. Oh, it's a T 1000 on top of a two eight T 800 so they can separate if they need to. Ah, uh, that's a crazy yeah. plan. I yeah, like I it. <laughs> Let's, let's put it this way. When I saw Terminator 3, I was like, that's going to suck. When I saw Terminator Salvation, I was like, that might be good. When I saw... Uh, when I Genesis. Saw the, Genesis, Genesis, whatever. Whenever I saw that last one, I thought, <laughs> that might actually be good. I was right, I was wrong, and I was really, really wrong. <laughs> so, I'm, uh, just gonna, I'm just going to assume this one's going to suck, and if it's good, I'll be pleasantly surprised. All right. Uh, I, I, I've i kind of given up on Terminator. I'll just wait till it comes out on DVD and maybe rent it on a coupon. <laughs> I, I probably won't see it in theaters. Maybe buy it on Blu-ray if the, if the reviews are good. Maybe. Maybe. 
Could wait for it, gonna be, yeah. could wait for it to pop up on Netflix. Yeah. Or Disney Plus, or whoever owns the Terminators now. I think the, I think technically Disney owns Terminators. It's Fox, now. isn't it? So yeah, what? I think it's a Disney thing now. That's then gentlemen. <laughs> Sarah is a, is a Disney princess. Yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger will soon be wearing mouse ears. You can't unsee that now, can you? <laughs> 